the Holy Spirit. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But I hope you fill my mouth the way you want someone to hear. Because you told me to do this. I'm actually interested in you being a companionist. I don't know how this is going to turn out. How this episode touches on person. Hi everyone. Hey people. How you guys doing? Hope you guys are good. It's just Diet and Danis here, popularly known as Jay, and you're welcome to the eighth episode of the first season of the Intentional Flow Podcast. Okay, I don't understand why I'm always counting each episode. <laughs> But you guys should just bear with me. We're on the eighth episode. Like, can you believe? Wow. This honestly is the most consistent thing I've done in a while. Today we'll be talking about something really interesting. We'll be talking about the fruit and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Like I said from the beginning of this podcast, this podcast is meant to build a community of people who are intentional about every aspect of their lives. And we've been talking so much on other aspects and not so much on the spiritual aspect and that's why I guess the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about this it wasn't like my decision it is me just following instructions it was like the Holy Spirit just said through a nudge in my spirit that talk about me <laughs> and honestly I was like talk about you as us how I'm just coming to accept that I have you in my life that you are real and you are evident in my life and you've always been and I want to talk about you why don't you allow me enjoy bask you get because for the past few days I've not been in the right frame of mind a lot has been happening in my life <laughs> that only God can help me at this point and right now I'm in a better place way better than I was a few days ago um, not like all my problems or the things I'm struggling with have magically disappeared. No. But I'm at that point where I'm learning to trust the Holy Spirit. It's been amazing knowing that as little as what do I wear today? Yes. As I'm going out, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to wear? As little as what do I eat today? You can actually ask the Holy Spirit and it's going to actually speak to you. Once you've like gotten yourself to that level where you can listen and you can hear him speak, there are a lot of misconceptions that a lot of us have about the Holy Spirit as believers, as Christians. I'm going to try with the help of the Holy Spirit to debunk some of them. In fact, there's one major misconception I feel like a lot of us have about the Holy Spirit. I had it, I thought that way for a very long time, and now that I know better, I just feel like, you know what, let me just share what I know with you amazing people listening and watching me right now disclaimer i am not a preacher i am not a minister i am just a child of god like you who just basically wants to share our knowledge of the holy spirit with you this is what i've come to realize about the holy spirit so you too feel free to share what you've come to realize about the holy spirit in the comment section now the first thing i want to say or mention is the fact that the holy spirit is the Thought personality in the Godhead. If you're a Christian, you know that and you should believe that and you should accept that. If you have not accepted that, then I don't know how to help you because today is not for that conversation. <laughs> a lot of us as Christians, our mindset about the Holy Spirit is a dramatic one. You know how 
when some people receive the Holy Spirit, they begin to scavosh and scavash and speak in tongues and all of that good stuff. And some people, you may carry them from down, take them up, hit them on the floor. <laughs> you get some people, um, they might be at the back of the church and they will just run to the front. And it's like, some people will just basically be scattering the environment where they are. The Holy Spirit actually manifests in different ways. So um, maybe you are one of those who did not or have not experienced the Holy Spirit like that. And so because of that, you feel like you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. Let's talk about it. Because if you're a Christian, if you're a child of God, if you've given your life to Christ, I am more than convinced that you have the Holy Spirit in you. You just have not learned how to speak, communion, and build your relationship with Him. And that's why it feels like it's not present in your life. Alright, so let's move on to the fruit and the gift of the Spirit. Now, I want you to understand that when it comes to the Holy Spirit, there are two main things you should note. There's like the fruit of the spirit and there's a gift of the spirit. But most times we ignore the fruit and focus on the gift. Forgetting that they are both supposed to work hand in hand to make us better Christians. For more explanation, I'm going to read two passages of the scripture. So now for the fruit of the spirit, I'm going to read Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Now, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is no law. What does this mean? If you have the Holy Spirit in you, these are the things you begin to exhibit. If you say you are a Christian, if you say you are a believer, and you have the Holy Spirit, because that is when I say the fruit of the Spirit, I'm saying the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You can't tell me you have the Spirit of God and you're not a patient person. You get like, first know that you have the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit in you. You have to exhibit this fruit. Let's move to the gifts because that is what a lot of us actually focus on. Now I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12. 7 to 11 for that to each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good you know how most times when we think about the manifestation of the holy spirit we think about the holy spirit coming on the disciples on the day of pentecost coming on their head like a tongue of fire and they begin to speak in tongues and people came in and they were like wait what what's going on like why are these people speaking my language and all of that now it says for to one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom it means that sometimes when you receive the holy spirit after you give your life to christ you might not receive speaking in tongues mm, mm, yes it might be through wisdom after you give your life to christ you find yourself taking some very very wise decisions speaking some very very wise things people are amazed people wonder at how you explain the bible or how you talk about things that might be your cue that you have received the Holy Spirit. Alright, so let me continue. And to the other, the utterance of knowledge. So basically, we all know that wisdom and knowledge is different. And that's why most of people want to wish happy birthday. They will tell you, I wish you long life and prosperity, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Because those three things are different. Wisdom helps you like make wise decisions. When you talk, people can actually sense that mm, what you're saying makes sense. Why for knowledge? It means you know a lot of things. You get an understanding. You can be knowledgeable and not have understanding. 
Let me use one particular scenario to explain the difference between knowledge and understanding. This particular thing happened in secondary school. We were on our way back home on this fateful afternoon. I think it was during summer lessons or something. We were all just talking, having like normal students' conversations. And I think there was this like altercation between like two students. So one of my classmates back there wanted to tell the other person that there was something wrong with their spinal cord. And this is what the guy did. It's like, there's something wrong with your spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, for those listening, he pointed to his head and it's like, there's something wrong with your spinal cord. So basically, you know the way you tell someone you don't have sense? He had the knowledge that every human has spinal cord, but he did not have the understanding of where exactly the spinal cord is in the body. To him, the spinal cord is in the brain. But we both know, babe, that is not where the spinal cord is. And a lot of people say it after when they said it. But basically, I just start to like just differentiate between like knowledge and understanding. So you understand better. Now let's continue. And to the other, the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit, which means it's not a different spirit. Though. The same Holy Spirit is the one doing that. To so another, faith by the same spirit. So to other people, it gives faith. So you're going to be saying that naturally, when things are going bad, you are so down, nothing can encourage you except that thing goes well. Your faith is zero. All of a sudden, when you give your life to Christ and you receive the Holy Spirit, when things are going so bad, your faith is still so high that people around you are wondering, what's going on? Like, you're not always like this. This person is dead. How can you tell me this person is going to leave? We're about to have this event in like two days. No money elsewhere. And you're telling them, don't worry, that event is going to hold. Whether we like it or not, God is in it. So you begin to exhibit those kind of faiths that make people around you wonder if oh, everything is okay. If you are like that, then yes, that is your clue that you have the Holy Spirit in you. That was a gift he decided to give you. To another, a gift of healing by the one spirit. It keeps saying by the spirit, by the one spirit, because it wants you to know that all these gifts are still by the same Holy Spirit. So yes, to some people, it's the gift of healing they receive. But a lot of person that naturally, when someone is sick or when things are going bad with a particular person, everybody's rushing to you and they come and tell you, ah, sister, come and pray for this person. And then you pray and then there's healing. person recovers and all of that. That is your clue that you have the Holy Spirit in you. To another, the working of miracles and to another, prophecy you know how your pastors perform miracles right yes they have the gifts of performing miracles and it's a gift that can actually be given to any believer if you're a believer you receive the gift of the spirit that might be how the holy spirit will choose to manifest in you why some people be able to prophesy so if you're a person that naturally normally pray give your life to christ you don't have to prophesy they give your life to christ you receive the gift of spirit and now you are not beginning to prophesy you're beginning to say things and when you say them they come to pass Sis, bro, that is your clue that you have the Holy Spirit in you. So another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. I remember there was a particular time while I was growing up, one day in church, we were all praying and all of that. And all of a sudden, this man started speaking in tongues. Like, he was going out at it and everything. And it kind of distracted the church for a bit because it wasn't like um, the pastor said, oh, everybody begin to speak in tongues and everybody speaking in tongues. After a while, he had to shut down the spirit. Now, it wasn't like the spirit was saying something wrong. But he knew that the spirit that was speaking is not the spirit of God. And you know when Jesus had to tell Peter, get it behind me, Satan. Jesus was not necessarily speaking to Peter as a person. He was speaking to the spirit that spoke inside or spoke through Peter. So basically, they are actually 
people that can differentiate between spirits so they can tell if the spirit speaking through you it's not the spirit of god and if the spirit speaking to them through you is spirit of god so if you're one of those blessed with that gift then know that is your own proof and your own clue that you have the holy spirit in you simple and short this is the one that people hold on to to another various kinds of thumbs so yes this is a common one that a lot of us know and that's because of the day of pentecost because that was pretty much like the manifestation we read about on the day of pentecost so we all believe oh that is the only manifestation of this people it's not the only manifestation as we've seen so far so basically some people they are able to like speaking thongs different kinds of thongs and all that and let me just actually say at this point that there's a difference between speaking in thongs and you speaking gibberish or you blabbing if you're speaking in thongs then it means someone else has to understand you i mean if we throw it back to the day of pentecost when the holy spirit descended on the disciples like fire and they began to speak in thongs when people saw them they marveled because they knew that the languages that these people were speaking wasn't theirs so basically let me use a very very clean example i'm a yoga girl i don't understand spanish so imagine the Holy Spirit coming on me and I begin to speak Spanish. Yes, that is exactly what the Holy Spirit does. So basically, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, it comes in a way that you begin to speak a language that the people who own the language should be able to understand and the host of heaven can understand and someone else can interpret. And then, yeah, the last one is to another the interpretation of tongues i just explained that so you know how you have preachers and interpreters so yes that's the same way it is with speaking in tongues so when you speak in tongues there has to be a way to interpret what you say let's not forget that at the beginning the reason why christians as believers we receive the manifestation of the spirit is for a common good what's the common good to edify the body of christ to move the body of christ forward you get so if your gift is not moving the body of christ forward then you need to check it and redirect it to where it is supposed to be directed to it's just the same way people get gifts of singing people get gifts of of dancing people get gifts of painting of drawing and all of that when you're giving that gift it's because there's a purpose you are supposed to fulfill with that gift same with the gift of the spirit because it is a gift of the spirit you're supposed to use it to fulfill things of the spirit all right so let me just read the last line all these are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills so basically with everything i've said so far i think we've all been able to realize that the holy spirit comes in different ways so the manifestation of the Holy Spirit doesn't have to be dramatic. You don't have to be carried from down up and be knocked on the ground to receive the Holy Spirit. You don't have to scatter everywhere in the church to prove that you received the Holy Spirit. You don't have to speak in tongues to prove that you received the Holy Spirit or to know you received the Holy Spirit. It could just be you knowing how to prophesy. It could be you knowing how to discern spirits, different spirits. It could be you knowing how to interpret tongues. It could be you becoming wise it could be you becoming knowledgeable 
But please, if you cannot speak in tongues and you're looking for a way to connect to God or connect to the Holy Spirit in you, you can connect through worship. Just imagine if everybody's speaking in tongues. Then who is going to interpret the tongues? Who is going to conduct healing? Who is going to conduct miracles? Who is going to be wise? Who is going to be knowledgeable? You get. It's the same way I always say, um, if God has created everyone the same way, where's the variety? God is a God of variety. Yes, he loves varieties. And that's one reason why he appointed to some people pastors, he appointed some people preachers, he appointed some people apostles, he appointed you get like he would never give everybody the same because he wants all the old gifts to be used to glorify his name. So he doesn't want everybody to be doing the same thing because if everybody's doing the same thing, then where's the diversity there? Where's the variety there? Where's the sweetness of that? All you just have to do. Is discover how he has decided to manifest in you for me it took a while but right now i think i have been able to discern i've been able to know the way the holy spirit actually manifests through me and that's through utterance of wisdom when it's time to speak it puts what is supposed to be said in my mouth for me to say now how do i know this um i've had situations where i've spoken to people about things and at the end of the conversation they feel a different way. So let's say, okay, before we start the conversation, they were feeling down. By the end of the conversation, their souls are lifted. They feel way more better. And I'm promising that I'll tell you, if you're going to ask for my advice and you don't want God to be included, don't ask me. <laughs> Honestly, don't ask me because there's no way I'll give you advice and don't ask God. It's not possible. We cannot work. For the work. <laughs> yes. Especially now that I've discovered that the Holy Spirit is in my life and now before I speak I have to ask him like Holy Spirit Ebomisa should I say this thing? What should I say? <laughs> Honestly before I speak to people something I've always done actually but I didn't take notice of it until recently if someone reaches out to me and asks me or starts sharing their problem with me the first thing I do before I speak to them is Holy Spirit what should I say to this person? Because if I'm being honest, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. And yes, let me just add that the Holy Spirit can manifest in you in more than one ways. So for me, I feel mine is wisdom, to some extent knowledge, and then faith. Now for the faith, I'm still building that up. I'm not there yet. But yes, I've had experiences where this theory I've manifested and that's played and that's made me like realize, okay, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Now for some people, they might have the gifts of speaking in tongues, being able to interpret tongues, and being able to prophesy. For some people, it might just be prophecy. So you can have more than one gift. But I think one thing I want to really end with is that above all the gifts of the Spirit, let's pay more attention to the fruit of the Spirit. Because of what you use is you receiving the gift of, for example, prophecy. And when you prophesy in church, and all of that you go out and you're mean to people you're not kind to people that means you have the gift of the spirit but you don't have the fruit of the spirit and for a lot of people especially unbelievers it is by your fruit they know you it's not by your gift yes when you're in your quiet place you can speak in tongues to connect to the holy spirit but generally it is for a common good and i'm very sure that that common good has to do with like the body of christ in general so if you have the gift of the spirit and you're not using it to run edify the body of Christ, propagate the gospel, then of what use is that gift. 
let's work on loving more let's work on our patience let's work on kindness let's work on long suffering you know how there are people that you know that they speak in tongues they scabash they scabosh when they're in church but when they get home they are still beating their wives they don't have self-control so please tell me of what uses are your gifts it's not helping your wife if you don't have self-control it's not helping your family if, it, if you don't have self-control it's not even helping the body of christ if you don't have self-control so i feel like while we pay attention to the gift of the spirit let's also not neglect the fruits of the spirit because it's actually really more important your gift is not as important to mankind as the fruits of the spirit and if you ask me, I'll say what actually gets you to heaven at the end of the day is your fruit and not necessarily your gift. You know the Bible even said it? That on that day, many will say, I prophesy in your name. I spoke in tongues in your name. I healed the sick in your name. That's you saying you exhibited the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And God will still tell you, get away from me, you workers of iniquity. I know you're not. Because after you've exhibited the gift, you go back home and we don't see the fruit in you. And God is actually paying way more attention to the fruit than to the gift. I hope you guys um, enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys took one or two things from this episode. Please share in the comment section your thoughts and your opinion on everything I've spoken about. Alright, so before I end this episode, my shout out for today goes to my parent. Yes. Prophet Timothy Oluwagbeliga Alainka. That's my dad. Yes, in all his glory. <laughs> okay. And my mom, Chief Matron, aka Reverend Mrs. Monsoras Adijoke Amdele. I'm giving a huge shout out to both of them. I mean, if they did not come together, there will be no J for you guys. So you guys should tell them thank you in the comment section. <laughs> They've been a huge support. They've been amazing. They particularly raised this amazing human being and they're still raising this amazing human being for you guys. Mommy, daddy, I love you. I see what you guys do. Mommy, you have to be a boss at work. You come back home, you have to be a mom and a wife. I call you my super mama because yes, you are. <laughs> and what you do, I know. As much as you make it look so easy, because you do it with so much ease and it makes me wonder how you do it because it cannot be me. I don't think my grace. <laughs> It's sufficient, but yes, I love you. You're amazing. And for daddy, running a full time ministry, I know it is not easy. I have seen days where you have to wake up very early to go and sort out one issue with one member. I've seen days where you'll be up all night praying and just trying to like put the sheep basically that you have on that look for in prayers. I've seen how you've had to give out glory just for one family member i've seen the sacrifices that you keep making and i'm super proud to be one of your offspring i'm super proud to be your daughter and this is me saying i love you and i appreciate everything you did in my life i love you mommy i love you daddy <laughs> all right so that's all I have for you guys in this episode i'll catch you guys on the next one don't forget to stay happy stay joyful stay blessed don't forget to like share comment and subscribe Yes, share this with someone so we can debunk that old misconception about the Holy Spirit so a lot more Christians and a lot more believers can know that they have the Holy Spirit in them. And have a great week. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs> wow. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you.